0: So now on to uh, Mr. Mzwanele Manyi uh, to get his reaction uh, to the latest state of affairs. Uh, Mr. Manye is, of course, the founder of the Decolonization Foundation and um, has been very vocal about his views on uh, this particular report. Mr. Manye, nice speaking to you once again.
1: Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to your listeners.
0: So you've had your doubts and misgivings about uh, this report, its released. Has your view changed since yesterday?
1: No, it actually hasn't changed. In fact, I I've, I've spent the whole of last night reading this report and I've come to a conclusion similar to what I've seen in the uh, business day effect, that to call this a report is actually generous. What this is, is a compilation of complaints, and uh, this is also a compilation that is generally one-sided. The people that are implicated in these complaints, uh, except for the SCOM, uh people that uh, seem to have had a chance to uh, uh, rebut some of the uh, some of the accusations, but the actual individuals that are there, whether it's in Sibindi and so on, or whether it's uh, the president himself, uh, people have not already been given. Uh, the right of reply, as it were. And indeed, uh, uh, this, this, uh, this compilation of uh, uh, complaints, uh, unlike what a report would have, a report would have findings. This thing hasn't got findings. It's got observations. Uh, it, it's, got, it's, it's full of very uh, doubt instilling uh, adjectives. It's got things like uh, it is observed, it is worrying, it would appear, it may infringe, no evidence to verify, possibly violated, may have failed, and stuff like that. So, in a report like that, you don't get any confidence that this. Uh, there's no wrongdoing, uh, specifically uh, nailed onto anybody. What this is, is actually a very elegantly crafted terms of reference uh, for the for the for the judicial commission, uh, as it were. The only thing concrete about uh, uh, this document. Is actually unconstitutional because what, what, what this document says at the end is that uh, part of the remedial actions, uh, that's where the concrete things come, but I'm arguing that uh, even there it's actually unconstitutional because what it does, it takes the powers that Section 84 gives to the President to appoint the Judicial Commission of Inquiry. It gives that power basically to uh, uh, the Chief Justice, and the, the words that is used is that. Uh, the chief justice justice must solely select and then give this one man, uh, this one person uh, 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 to the president to wrap them together. So basically, uh, it's not clear which prescript uh, to rely on to reallocate the power of the president uh, to, to the chief justice. The constitution says the president appoints. The constitution does not say the president confirms. And in fact, some of the extracts that she's using uh, from the EFF speaker matter, where the president did not want to be the judge and the jury, it's not clear how that relates to this, because if the president had said so in that case, and in this case where he has to appoint a, a, a judge, how does him appointing a judge make him a judge and the jury? Because mm-hmm. if you appoint a judge, that by definition means you're distancing yourself from the thing. You're placing an independent person from a member of the judiciary who knows how to do this thing in a manner that is fair and balanced. How does that make the president a, a, a judge of the jury? And lastly, in the same report, on, on, on Clause 3.3 of this report, on the 11th of October, uh, Tule wrote to the president and reassured the president that there are no adverse findings against the president. Now, if you say there are no adverse findings against the president, and then again, you want to not to let the president exercise his constitutional power because you think the president is implicated, yet you've already said the president is not, uh, uh, there are no adverse findings, as per clause 3.3, then it's all kinds of contradictions that are just creating confusion.
0: Um, Perhaps uh, relating to a conflict of interest, but having said that, isn't the beauty of this constitutional democracy, the fact that there is recourse, the fact that you can take this particular report on review and um, uh, through separation of powers, have another arm of state come to a conclusion uh, regarding uh, those particular findings?
1: No, indeed, I think uh, it must go to review. I think uh, it's, it is, this uh, uh, document is competent of being reviewed uh, because indeed, indeed the, the, as I say, the remedial actions are actually unconstitutional. The President of the Republic is the only person with the power to appoint a judicial commi- a commission. Okay. Uh, no other person of this power
0: those technicalities aside do you think that that should be the way forward that there should be a commission of inquiry to further investigate this matter
1: indeed and we think we think as the decolonization foundation that would be a very good way to go and by the way we would argue that uh, the, the, the probe should be broadened not only to look at the matter which the uh, three complainants uh, have, 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 have complained about based on newspaper uh, allegations and what have you. Do. That should be broadened. Uh, and then and then let's be clear and not play around with words. I mean people, who, we thought we were dealing with the state capture, but instead the report comes and says state of capture. Those are fundamentally different things. South Africa is here saying the state is captured and so on. And, and some of us agree that indeed white monopoly capital has got a, a big uh, a role in this uh, capturing of the state, as it were. Uh, and therefore, we thought all of this would be exposed. Instead, the report comes and says state of capture, uh, which is uh, something else, as it were. So, we would want a, ch- uh, a commission headed by a judge to properly look at the capture of the state and uh, by whoever uh, uh, is reported to be capturing the state so that South Africa can be free uh, from uh, this. Uh,
0: and uh, just a final question, given these observations uh, that you've noted and, and the concerns um, and the information that has been uh, released and revealed in this report, um, what is your view regarding uh, the Guptas and state capture?
1: Okay, I'm not any wiser because the Guptas in this report have not been given an opportunity to uh, to, to, to respond to the issues. But the way we stand as the Decolonization Foundation is that the Guptas are not above the law, should not be above the law. If the Guptas have done anything that is untoward, the law must take its course. The law must prosecute anyone and anyone without fear or favor. There should be no one in this country. Uh, that uh, because of who you are or because of the money you have, etc., that the law should go easy on you. The law must take its course.
0: Well, thank you so much, Mr. Mzwanele Manyi, founder of the Decolonization Foundation.